to the Everfist Tour Diaries. Uh, this is episode three. We are uh, in Paramus, New Jersey right now. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, we just uh, drove about 10 hours straight up from Nashville, about 10, 12 hours straight. I kind of lost track of the time because I, of course, was the only one driving. Yeah, uh, and I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you again. Like, you, you kind of... Yes. You're the guy, man. You're the guy. You're the, you're, you're uh... You're, you're, you're Jesus. Well, you have to... You're a wings. You, you have to rest your vocal cords and, uh, and you know, you, Greg, you have to sort of uh, rest your skin because of that stuff that you've been soaking in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I got to stick. I got to stay back here. I can't really leave the tub at this point because it's dangerous for my skin to not mm. be wet at this point. Because it sort of uh, it sort of immediately hardens the second I, it, it leaves liquid. So for my own health, you know, I expect to have it sorted, you know, in a couple hours maybe. But okay, because you know, that's not some things in here. That's not really what the doctor said to us when we stopped over at the emergency room in uh, I think what was that North Carolina? <laughs> yeah, it's not what he said, but it's kind of what I got out of it. Okay, I mean, he said stop. He said stop all this. But that can't be, you know, that can't be right. That's just one opinion. Well, he also wasn't very specific, right? He just said, stop all this. So that could also, <laughs> yeah. that could mean a lot of different things. I personally took it to mean the mud you've been soaking in for the past, mm-hmm. I don't know, however many days. Yeah. But I mean, I could be wrong, I guess, right? And you uh, were I think he did mean forthcoming. that. You were not super forthcoming to him. You you were pretty vague about why you were soaked in mud and your skin was so wrinkly, which... Yeah, well, I didn't I didn't want to look him in the eyes. I didn't want, I didn't want him to see you know, too much into my soul and sort of kind of devised something that would uh, really ruin my day. So I, I just kind of kept to myself. I just kind of, you know, turn around, give him, give him shady, give him my fake answers. Cause doctors, I don't know. Part of why I'm doing all this stuff is cause I don't trust doctors that much. Uh huh. That's yeah. clear. Yeah. That's very yeah. clear. Yeah. So I, I'm that's thinking we could, it's kind of a new thing. All, the whole, the whole soul thing. I'm going to, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. Like I feel like you're getting paranoid. Like you keep uh, talking about, yeah, it's you could call it paranoia, but I just feel like the closer I've been getting to nature, the closer I am to discovering the true nature of the human soul. And I just feel like modern medicine is probably is probably the antithesis of that. So I'm, I'm trying to stick stay away from that and see how much more natural stuff I can get going here. You know, stuff starting to kind of grow. Mm-hmm. Stuff starting to kind of grow in the pool, in the, you know, in this tub here. So that's yeah, really rakes. I do apologize for the smells. Um, I know you guys are pretty good at, you know, handling smells after, uh, you know, all the shit we've been through together. But uh-huh. yeah, well, Brad, Brad's blasted out his fucking nasal passages. <laughs> yeah, my uh, I actually have a deviated septum. Uh, it's basically one hole uh, in my nose. Mm. Um, I mean, I had it reconstructed. I used Brett Michaels as plastic surgeon. He sort of put me on to this guy. Uh, he's yeah. the one who gave brett sort of those uh the permanent eyeshadow that he has yeah mm-hmm. so i mean technically looks this guy awesome. yeah he, i mean brett looks great uh you know he looks he's a good looking guy i mean the permanent eyeshadow he had tattooed onto his face actually i think it looks better than what a lot of people think which is they think looks bad yeah but they're wrong because it makes his face pop yeah exactly it makes the beautiful blue eyes i think at least they're blue from what i remember of brett michaels uh yeah. i think it makes those look very beautiful but anyway so i yeah i got that fixed so i did get it reconstructed they took a little bit of skin 
uh, I think the medical term for it is gooch. They took a little bit of skin from my gooch uh, and they did put it uh, on my nose. Sure. Um, yeah. And so it's you, a different color. Yeah, it's a different color. <laughs> the, the space between my nostrils, I don't know what that's called, but it is a different color than the rest of my nose. It's sort of a, uh, it's sort of like a, shri- like a shriveled Really gray. big too, really big. Yeah, it's sort of like yeah, a shriveled think- gray. Uh, yeah, yeah you think he'd snip that up a little bit. Well, so we were talking a little bit before about how, uh, you know, you got to be clear, you know, in a, in a medical setting, you have to be clear. Uh, they did ask me if they wanted to, if I wanted to get it sort of sanded down and I didn't know what that yeah. meant. I thought he meant the, the bone. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, so that's just something I have to live with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds aggressive for skin, sanding it down. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it'd go right through the skin. I mean, I don't know what kind of stuff they got, but that sounds pretty. Uh, when he showed it, it was uh, it was it was a power sander that he was. Oh, it was a mastercraft. It was a mastercraft okay. power sander. Yeah. yeah, and he did kind yeah. of whip it out, and he showed me uh, the process. Yeah, I think you made the right choice. I think yeah, you don't want. Did. I think you don't want that anywhere near your face. Well, Who it was, knows you what know, you'd be looking like. Yeah, it was it was a choice between basically having uh, my my face sanded down or letting everyone know that it is part of my ball sack that is on my nose. Uh, you know, it's the choice between those two, and I do think I would pick the latter probably every time. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I didn't. Gooch is part of the ball sack. Uh, it's, it, medically, yes, it is. Uh, the gooch is part of the ball sack. Uh, it's an extent. It's sort of like how. Um, the fingers are technically part of the arm. So the gooch oh, is part yeah. of the, no, yeah. Yeah, the, You know, this whole thing is your arm. Uh, yep. That whole area yeah. down there is your ball. This side. is why I don't trust doctors and medicine and all that. Because what? that's all. Not, what does that even mean? The fingers are part of the arm? That can't be right. <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, I mean. Can uh, it? I don't know. That's just what he hey. told me. <laughs> They'll tell you anything to sell you whatever. Yeah, Greg, I, I think you're wrong there, man. I think fingers <laughs> part of the arm is pretty self-explanatory, man. You've been talking crazy the past few days. Like, I'm going to be real with you, man. You've been really talking like some wild stuff. We, we, we were muttering back at the pig pen, dude. It was like, real, we, we almost got kicked out just based on your bullshit. Okay. Were... So, you know, I didn't have the best time at the pig pen, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, clearly. That's... And that's that is what's spurring me on here. They they you know I tried really hard to give out my products, you know, sort of mix them with the muds, mix them with the pig's mud, get everything going, get a get a party going. The owners did not take kindly to that. And those ladies were clearly sick. It was a group of old ladies who tried to sell it to me. That was <laughs> it was wild what you're doing, man. They looked like they could use you know use a little pick me up, and yet yet it made it them really worse it made them really unhappy it Almost made them instantly. sort of yeah they had to leave they had to go home there was you know they had to call that ambulance it was a kind of a disaster but you know i don't regret it i and, just regret how i was treated and greg that i mean well i'm gonna be honest with you i was a little upset because you sort of did burn the bridge because those of course were all the moms of the guys who were there doing the straw game from the kickstarter uh, so we sort of burned that bridge forever because, you know, now all their, all their moms had to be hospitalized because they drank your well, gunk. Dude, the at least DM... they got to see their kids. They got to see their kids go first. 
Dude, I don't want to read the DMs that they wrote me, man. I don't want to read them, but I will, dude. I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> and they said, DM'd you over Kickstarter, is that right? They they, they hit you up on Kickstarter? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I, got, I got a project going. Yeah, we'll hear um, about that later. Yeah, but they, they, they were like, uh, hey, Mark, what the actual fuck, dude? My, gr- my mom's skin looks like it was been hit with a fire. I, I'm, I'm having a hard time reading this. <laughs> I mean, it's let's be been... honest. Let's be honest. I mean, these guys are selling bendy straws on Kickstarter. They're not the, you know, the brightest tools in the shed over here. Okay. But... Yeah. I mean, it did look, they did look like I got, they got hit by a fire. Fucking. I'll take, my... I'll take credit for that. Well, yeah. you don't want to take credit for it, but you. you <laughs> I'll you take, take credit for responsibility that. Responsibility maybe is the word you're looking for. Tell, tell Greg, I'm going to fucking come for him and his stupid potions. <laughs> It might not be, stupid. It's a PL Pelotions. I don't know. I don't. Hey guys, I don't know. Well, as you know, yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say one of them was I was talking to one of them at the bar before Greg. Uh, you know, the whole business with Greg and the moms happened, and mm-hmm. he said he saw my uh, he saw L, the the letter L, and he told me that that's a straw, and that he sort of puts <laughs> that in different words to sort of sign off that it's the straw guy uh, and i try to convince him that that no that's actually an, a letter of the alphabet and he wasn't having it so dude i'm telling you those guys are next level and like i i, I feel like we burned the bridge there man like that's why i'm God. like yeah that's why i'm a little heated you know like you're not taking responsibility for it you're Sorry. acting like this you're fucking crazy witch witches brew on those old ladies you know like i don't know i don't know i'm just i'm Maybe I've been in this van too long. You know what I mean? Probably. You know, maybe fucking Gary's pissing me off with this fucking bullshit on top of the roof. Mm-hmm. Like, man, you know, there's so much going on that, like, I don't even know what I'm mad at anymore. I mean, I just I don't... know that this. Yeah. Oh, I, so I was just going to say, speaking of Gary, I don't even want to know what he's doing. I mean, we sent him into the hotel to get a hotel room. I mean, all mm-hmm. these places are booked up and he's been mm-hmm. in there for a very long time. Yeah, we yeah. were gonna do this from the hotel, but he's not—he's not coming out. Yeah, we've been sitting here for about four hours. Uh-huh. But Mark, I'm sorry I interrupted you. You were on a big thing about how you don't know who you're mad at anymore. Your anger yeah, sort of doesn't have any defined borders. Yeah, it really doesn't, man. Like I feel like um, I was really looking forward to that waitress coming down, and she fucking blew me off. Um, <sighs> and so that—that that. That was fucking bullshit. And so. You know, I'm you know I'm on a dry spell right now. You know what I mean? Tough. And like, so I'm I'm dealing I'm dealing with dryness, and that's not not even just my medically grade eczema. You know what I mean? I'm talking mm. talking emotional dryness. Yeah, I I mean, listen, I I and I'm really sorry that the waitress that uh, she wasn't able to come up here to Paramus to see us uh, play. I mean. I gotta say, I mean, I the, her excuse was all right. I think uh, the Waffle House burned down. Um, Which I didn't see it in the news. That's true. It wasn't in the news. That is that is actually true. I didn't see it on on the New York Times. I didn't see it on Washington Post. Any of the sort of outlets I read, I didn't see that yeah. the Waffle House in Tennessee burned down. Yeah, that's why I told her. I was like, it's not. It's, I'm not. I'm looking at the front page of the New York Times. It's not here. So what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> And she, yeah, she, she got mad at me. I got mad at her. Fucking their words were said. And I was like, fucking, I, I rescind my poem. 
Um, You've never first, done that, too. For, I, that's big wow. for you to rescind a poem for, from someone. Yeah, dude, because words are, you know, words are eternal. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so fuck her. So, yeah, I, hey, Greg, I think I'm coming at you. Like, fuck those straw guys, to be honest with you. Like, those guys, <laughs> wow. those guys are little animals. Um, and they're going to, they're going to hurt, they're going to hurt themselves. Thanks for sure. saying that, Mark, because, yeah. you know, as much as I probably have been being paranoid, I just, I'm sorry that's been contributing to your, you know, your bad mood. A lot of things have been going your way. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, Paramus is always one of our favorite stops. Uh, things could turn around. Things could turn around in an instant. Uh, what happens in Paramus stays in Paramus, as we always say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, listen, yeah, uh, I, I while I am upset that we did burn the bridge with the straw guys, because I do think that we could have maybe had some nice business opportunities. I mm-hmm. do think we could have put I was talking to the one guy at the bar about putting Everfist on the side of some of the straws. Not all Ooh. of them. I was, you know, yeah. he started at one of them a pack. There's hundreds of these things coming to pack. He started at yeah. one. I sort of talked him up to 10 or 15 of them. Uh, yeah, have Everfist. Yeah. But now, yeah, now it's now it's fuck it. Uh, I don't care. You know, I got to stick with my guy, which is which is you. Uh, yeah. So, you know, those guys can kind of they can eat shit and die. I'm gonna um, be honest. We could probably write, we could probably write that on a straw, kind of without them. Yeah, but it won't be at sanctioned matches. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. And they so would have, you even see it? Would they ever zoom in that close on the straw? Well. So from what he's been telling me, the one time that they were televised on the uh, local access channel down there, they did make it a point to sort of zoom in on the sh- on the straws because uh, they are trying to sell ad space on the straws. Which is yeah, which is crazy because they got the Kickstarter. Like, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of these guys, they're money guys. Yeah, no, I know, and that's their first. That's their first mistake. Is it's got to be the love of the love of the art, you know, before anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's why my Kickstarter is really going good, man. It, it really is. Yeah, it's, you wanted uh, to talk about this. Why don't you uh, sort of let us in on this? This, you've kind of, this has kind of been a secret project of yours. Yeah, secret little project that is finally uh, – I'm pulling the curtains down, uh, literally and figuratively. Uh, so I'm selling personalized curtains. Um, they're uh, like different kind of silt patterns um different kinds of like wool and so every place i've been to we've been to a lot of places i'm always seeing the same damn curtains Mm -hmm. and so what i i decided is like hey why don't we why don't we why don't we make this fun you know what i mean and so yeah i'm 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 selling curtains guys like i'm telling you right now i'm selling curtains and i know that's off of you know classic mark rydell like that like (laughs) this is off the beaten path but uh, what I do is uh, each curtain's got like a song lyric um, okay. in, in between the fabric. Yeah, in between it, kind of like uh, in the upholstery. So how what, what inspired me? So um, that's actually a really good question. Um, so they, uh, I was watching a documentary about Jack White. You know how much I look up to Jack White. And so when he oh, used yeah. to be an yeah. up- upholster – he used to write lyrics in the couch, the the couch, uh, the couches, and then just upholster it over. And so I was like, man, this is it could work for Jack White. It's got to work. It's got to work for Mark and Everfist. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah, you you have always looked up to Jack, uh, even though he is younger than us. Uh, 
and he is sort of a hero of ours. And so I, uh-huh. I can see you following in his footsteps of weaving sort of lyrics into your own curtains. Um, yeah. I mean, so are they visible? I'm trying to get a little bit of a paint a no, little no, no. picture. Yeah, no, so no, they're no. they're in, no, they're yeah. inlaid. It's sort of like when a uh, brick maker oh, or a bricklayer yeah. like carves his name into the brick and puts it in there, right? Yeah, an accident's got to happen for you to see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the the curtains do have to collapse and sort of come apart of the seams for you to see any of the stuff that you're putting in. This there. is kind of genius because yeah. people people are going to buy the curtains. They're just going to tear them up, just try to find the lyrics. Yeah, and then they're going to not have curtains. They're going to have to buy another set of yeah. curtains. Yeah, and that's that was part of my pitch, man. Uh, endless curtains. And so, yeah, the Kickstarter is going pretty well. You know, it's only been up for a couple of days. And we hit uh, 100 subscribers. Wow. So we got $101. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'll back it. What are, what are some of the reward tiers? Uh, your first reward is, uh, so there's a couple of different tiers, uh, as you know, a couple of different rewards. And so the, the first tier is, uh, you know, free tickets, one of our shows. Uh-huh. Uh, that's cool. I'm going to comp, I'm going to comp that, you know, that's, uh, second is backstage passes to one of our shows. Okay. Uh, third is a uh, picture with the band. Fourth, okay. um, is uh, a souvenir. From the road, uh-huh. um, so you see, I got that bag of junk back there, um, just little knickknacks I picked up along the road, and mm-hmm. so yeah, they're gonna there's, get that. See, like a shirt from the Waffle House we went to. Yep. Uh, there's is that I think that is a key, the bathroom key for the pig pen. Yeah, which... I took that off them. Wow. Yeah. Well, it got messy back there. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know, you know. I guess that big the... log that they keychained it to doesn't really work. <laughs> doesn't really no sorry. yeah so you just give your hand so yeah i mean that's great i mean i i'm all for using the band to sort of further your other uh your other your the other irons you have in the fire because yeah i mean usually a kickstarter you know the reward would feature the curtains at one of the tiers yeah no not no not here not uh-huh. here no it's um it's all banned i don't know yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, like, I, I feel like we got time to think when we're on the road, right? We're just mm-hmm. driving, this, we're fucking driving around, and I'm coming up with ideas, and these are just ideas that I've had in my notebooks for years, and so I'm thinking about pencil rods, I'm thinking about, um, uh, like, chopsticks, I'm just thinking of, like, all different kinds, I'm thinking of, like, mechanical pencils. Mm-hmm. Wow. Maybe like you think a, you could help? Oh, go help ahead. Me, uh, help me set up a Kickstarter for my for my potions and such. Yeah, absolutely. I I um I'm on an you email. Know I, can't, I can't work my way around a computer for shit. Yeah, you never learned how to type. It's so that's a sort of a non-starter for me right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's right there in front of you. It's like the letters are right there, but you yeah. Said, no, I can't can't type and they are buttons which are sort of just like things that do exist outside of a computer yeah you would think that it would kind of come naturally almost considering you know you know how to you do know how to spell and write i've seen you do it yeah 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 Yeah. i mean you've written a lot of our songs uh whoa well i mean he's written a a couple of our songs sorry i know how you yeah dude dude, what the hell are you doing sorry sorry Come on, Mark. Dude, the Everfist mystique, dude. (laughs) Um, 
but any but yeah i mean i think maybe we should maybe tinker with that potion a little bit there uh before we throw it up on kickstarter maybe that yeah be, yeah they uh you know yeah our manager has told me to kind of cut it out kind of cut it out so this guy's calling as much as i don't want to um you know it's hasn't been going too well lately so uh, uh i, I do guy, not want to hurt more people guys are we are, I mean, we said uh how we want to you know we love uh paramus this is sort of our city uh we sort of look at it that way i mean yeah i'm what what do you think is the best spot that you're ready to hit up uh in paramus because i personally am ready to go to the bonefish grill hell yeah dude uh, dude the strip dude. Yeah. bonefish grill on the strip bonefish grill <laughs> arby's mm. There yep. is a TGI Fridays. There's a Sonic. Yeah, they're all and they're all on the strip, dude. And you just drive down it with all the beautiful Paramus peaches out. Uh-huh. All the peaches are out. All the peaches are out. There's a ton of peaches out there, and they're all walking up and down the strip, going to the different places. Oh yeah, yeah, such hot spots. Yeah, I'm so Bonefish Grill, dude. Do you think they still got the um the cod the cod ink special? The cod ink special, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I do. Yeah, I called them and I called ahead for you, Mark, because I know that oh, that's nice. what you were gonna. Yeah, I love that, dude. Yeah, that's what you were gonna go for. And Greg, they do have uh, they got the uh, bang bang shrimp. Oh, thank God! Nice, dude. They still thank got the God, bang bang shrimp. Um, people that don't know, like the cod ink, uh, just to kind of. So what they do is they take squid ink. Uh, and they, they, they marinate the cod in the squid ink. Um, and it's a real special blend. And so you get two different fishes. Um, and then they, they bake those up and it's like fish and chips, but it's the cod ink special. And it's, it's like, if you're ever in pitch Paramus, black, yeah, pitch ever, black cod, even if like you're in New York city, like you should be driving out to Paramus and get this because the bonefish grill literally, you know. Yeah, and it's the it's only the Bonefish Grill in Paramus, New Jersey, because the the other Bonefish Grill locations won't do it. Uh, so you go to Paramus, New Jersey, on the strip. You ask them for the cod ink special, and it is their own special squid ink blend that they harvest themselves from the Paramus River. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a freshwater squid that does swim up and down the river, and it's made its home there. And so they capture some of these squids, they squeeze out the ink, and they sort of, as Mark said, they use it to marinate the fish in. Yeah, these these and these squids got ink. They're they. These squids the got ink. Of, yeah. yeah, the amount of milky ink that's coming out of these babies mm-hmm. is really, it'd be a crime not to serve it. And a uh, a freshwater squid, unlike a an open water ocean squid, it, the the ink does come out milky white, uh, yep. because of course the. Uh, but as as Greg did say, the cod is pitch black. So they so it, and that's sort of what the special blend uh, is at the Bonefish Grill. They sort of do it right there, you know. It's yeah. like Paramus's answer to the black and white cookie. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yin and yang. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's good. We yeah, that's gonna be great. Uh, and of course we are playing Tinker's Den tonight. Yeah. Uh, Tinker is a good friend of ours. I mean, again, we've come to Paramus. Uh, I mean, do you, I don't even know hundreds of times for hundreds. shows. Hundreds. <laughs> Thousands and Tinker yeah. and us, you know, we uh, we go way, way back. Yeah, yeah, and we take Tinker's Den. It is Tinker's house. Mm-hmm. Um, we're playing in his basement, and he's got like a cool, cool stage down there, and it's it's actually a really cool. It's on um, 
It's on Clifton and Cedar. Uh, if anyone needs directions, uh, I know this is coming out, but you know, but just to get you know, because he's he's always having shows there. Um, I mean, you can't miss it. His his mansion is just gigantic, huge, huge. So you know, you can't miss it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the one with the uh, with the giant cross on top. So it's yeah. just you can see it from yeah. almost miles away. Yeah, yeah. A, lo- a lot of people oftentimes it is confused uh, with a church. Yeah, because yeah. it does sort of resemble that in almost every way. Uh, not only the giant well, cross on top, but also the just the way the building is uh, does look yeah, like a church. Gothic, gothic architecture, flying buttresses, uh, mm. all that kind of stuff. And, uh, he lucked out um, getting royalties from um, from Disney for being named Tinker. <laughs> is that is. That's fucking juice, dude. Like, I wish my my name was like Beauty. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But no, it's not fucking Tinkerbell, dude. Who would have thought, man? I mean, yeah, cash cow right there, yeah, golden I, ticket. And Tinker is, of course, an eighty-five-year-old man. Uh, but that doesn't mean he can't rock hard. I mean, he's rocked hard. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Our whole lives. Uh, yeah, the guy's an absolute raccoon. Yeah, he's a rock coon, and he sort of does. Uh, he do, he he is sort of like a father figure in a way to us because he did sort of mm. see us from our humble beginnings. He sort of yeah. shepherded us, gave us some tips. Yeah, I feel like he he founded us really. If we're being honest, like he, like when we were all you know just a couple of uh, a couple of little dumb little sluts just slapping yep. at our instruments, uh-huh. you know, like just not knowing our fucking ass from our fucking hand, like not even know how to masturbate ourselves correctly, properly. Mm-hmm. This guy, he, 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 he saw, you know what I mean? He saw whatever fist could become. And, you know, he actually gave us a name because he was like, you guys are always, you know, for me, and he's like, you're always doing sexy stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and he was like, you know, Everfist. I mean, I, I'll say it. He's he is a real pervert. <laughs> He's a real fucking pervert. Yeah, I mean, I remember when he did give us the name. We were all sort of like, "What does that have to do with anything?" And he was <laughs> yeah. like, "Well, you'll figure that out." And, and like, we no found doubt, out. Yeah, no doubt, he made us. Uh, he made us so much better at our instruments, but yeah. his his teaching techniques are just so just so handsy and so. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mentioned the mass, the masturbate. It's too too much masturbation involved, I think. But it works. If it works, it works. Yeah. Listen, we were all a little concerned, um, and it was weird. And so, yeah, we haven't seen Ticker in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we played hundreds of shows there. But yeah, it's been um, it's been a while. So it'll be interesting to kind of see what he's been up to. Um, and I, I yeah, I feel like you got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. To be honest with you. Oh yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be where I am right now without Tinker. Uh, and I mean, where that is, whether that is good or bad, it's hard to say at the moment. Uh, but I wouldn't be here without him. And I mean, the thing is, like, with Tinker, what you have to remember is that he is so freaking wealthy because he yeah. did sue the Disney Corporation for mm-hmm. $50,000 at the time, which at the time that was huge. 10 million basically astronomical and he invested that yeah he invested it into his house he invested it into discovering bands of of young 20 somethings Mm -hmm. tinker tinkers man i'll tell you right now tinker tinkers Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, I'm I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm pumped to see him. Uh, I mean, so guys, I mean, I I am also pretty excited for the opening act because it is a local sort of Paramus oh, yeah. uh, mm. band. It is the Hogs. Yep. These guys are sort of the up and coming rock and roll guys. Insane sound. Insane sound. Insane. Three guitarists. Yep. And none of them are like they're all all three leads. <laughs> There's no rhythm guitar, no ba- like none of that. No, like just no. fucking. It's a battle. When the Hogs come out, it's a battle. Songs. But it's not. It's once that's their fucking genius, man. Is like they're like. Why do three songs when you can cram them all in one? And, exactly. And Greg, correct me if I'm wrong, but you actually did. So I, I do remember that sort of when they were releasing their first album, they did ask you for advice on what a drum was. <laughs> yes. So they only they only know guitar. It's crazy. And um, you know, I I actually went down to the studio with them and and, and laid down some drum drum tracks for them, and mm-hmm. they just. Oh. They they listened to it and they just hated it. They just hated it. They couldn't understand it. And I tried to tell them that you know I tried to explain them like you know just the basics of songwriting, and it's just not their sound. They stuck to their guns. They threw that out. Mm-hmm. They sort of um, wow. Just don't do it. They just don't do that. They won't add anything else in. No vocals. No nothing. And they won't take anything away, too, right? So they are all playing at the same time, different exactly. sort of solos, and it does sound, and this is where they get their name from, it does sound like three squealing hogs uh, on stage. And, I mean, these guys are ready to break through, I think, because... I mean, Absolutely. Yeah, they're, yeah, you know. If, like, if TRL was still around, like, these guys would already be, you know, like, front, yeah. front, 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 front stage... Front yeah, stage, front dude. stage, right in the front of the stage. Now we never got on TRL, but we did get on Next, uh, which was the mm-hmm. next best thing. We were all three of us were in the Next bus together. Yeah, contestants. Uh, which... <laughs> and we sort of, they sort of got a girl to go to our our different rooms and uh, sort of pick us based on yeah. what we saw. I mean, you guys know the show. Yeah, absolutely. And it was uh, convenient for her because, like, it was just in the same house. Yeah. yeah, and it was convenient for them too. It was sort of like a bottle episode of Next. Yeah, they were all in the same exactly. house. Yeah, yeah. and we well, all got, people... we all did get nexted. So yeah, we were the yeah. only one in history to all get nexted. All three of us. <laughs> well, Clayton told me. Clayton told me he, he like later on she hit him up, but Clayton's a fucking liar. So who knows? Wow, uh, no, that can't be true. And Mark, of course, is referring to uh, Clayton Claxton, our our uh, former. Bandmate, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. he's current he, asshole and current asshole liar. Yeah, um, but for people that don't, if they need help jogging their memory, um, so my room was the room that uh, was completely lit up by the black light. Mm-hmm. Um, so it broke. I don't. It, it's very rare. It broke the black light because um, there was so much human semen. In my room, and because you know, I do the the famous uh, roller coaster technique. Mm-hmm. And that was your heyday. Yeah, that was my heyday. That was when I was getting nuts, man. It's sad. Yeah. It's sad to see you in this dry spell. Yeah, no, to it's tough. But... Um, yeah, if people need to sort of 
I mean, you can go back and watch it on MTV archives, but I, uh, my room was the one where there was no furniture. Uh, there was no clothes in the closets. It was basically an empty room, uh, with tarp laid down and cans and cans and cans of paint, different types, spray, spray paint, uh, acrylic, uh, you know, just mm. traditional sort of bear, uh, or even more, I think Morton Williams is, not, mm. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so she All saw that. Yeah, she saw that uh, and basically turned on her heels and walked right out. Uh, I wasn't even considered because uh, they did. At first, she didn't think anyone lived there. Uh, you know, they thought that that was just a plain room. And then I had they actually this was unprecedented for next. They called me in the van <laughs> and they asked me, are you sure this is the right room? I said, yeah, I'm pretty sure I live there. Okay. And yeah, right then and there, she nexted me. So, yeah. Yeah. It's tough, man. And, uh, yeah. Everyone's so, got a little baggage. Like, fuck her. I know. And Greg, they found your room, uh, pretty, you know, she didn't really <laughs> like that either. Did she? Yeah. Well, that- well, at the time, I was experimenting with different types of mattresses, so it was just mattress, wall-to-wall mattress, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, they were all kind of, you know, they were all, you know, I wasn't doing, I wasn't doing any roller coaster technique or anything like that, but uh, they were all pretty nasty because uh, I wasn't showering at the time; I was experimenting without showering. Um, a lot of experimentation going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I, I, I was young. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the experiments that I do now that are a little more sophisticated, but um, yeah. yeah, it did smell. I mean, in a way, all all three rooms did smell pretty, pretty bad. And like I said, we're used to bad smells. That's when that's yeah. you know that's part of the lifestyle. Dude, but uh, she you, vomited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to uh, all those crickets in that terrarium that you had? Well, they. Uh, Dude, what did they happen didn't make to those? It. <laughs> they, they didn't make it. They uh, no, you know, I was just, as you know, I was trying to see if they could eat uh, animals larger than them, and yeah, um, I remember. You know, I was trying. I you know, I fed them steroids. I fed them uh, yeah. uh different proteins, and H-G-H. it just didn't. HGH, which, which in the name is like that's not for crickets. Yeah. I should have known it wasn't gonna work. Yeah. But it could have been just thinking because that this shit was tainted, man. Wasn't that from Ricky and his crew? Well, we didn't use it. Yeah, but I know a so lot. I said of might as well use it on these crickets. I'm not taking something from Ricky and his oh, crew. Sounds, yeah. I'm putting that in my body. All those guys get real sick. But yeah, I tried. Uh, you know, I tried to see if the crickets could eat a lizard, and uh, the lizard won. Yeah, sort of the natural enemy yeah. of the cricket. Is the yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you were trying to sort of... I'm just... I was trying to, uh, you know, reverse the food chain. Uh-huh. Um, what was insane, though, is that lizard got jacked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, dude. I didn't know that lizard ate the crickets, dude. No, was, that's probably what did it. You never said anything. I was like, look at this fucking lizard grow, dude. I was dude. ashamed. Look at this fucking thing. <laughs> I was like, this I mean, is... yeah, the lizard. We had that lizard for a while around there. Yeah, mm-hmm. this thing was. I cannot. That I lizard thought that could was lift a brick. I thought it was like a like a like a, a stunted growth of iguana, but that was a, a... It was a gecko. No, that was a little garden gecko. Yeah, a little garden Jesus. gecko. And, and uh, turn, you know, it was nearly iguana size. 
I do remember when the next crew, when the MTV guys came over to sort of have us sign the release and the insurance forms, we actually had to give them an insurance form of their own to sign. Because if they were going to be in the apartment alone with the lizard, yeah. I mean, who knows what was going to happen? Because the lizard knew who people. we were. Yeah. yeah. It bit so many people. A lot of people. It grew teeth, it was territorial. Too. Yeah. You can't put you can't put a lizard down, which we found out the hard way. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's illegal to put a lizard down. Yeah, we brought it to the vet, and the vet turned us away. And they said, "Sorry, guys, I can't do it right. for you." Yeah, it's yeah. illegal. It's some. It's like uh, something about right, like land rights or something. Yeah, because you don't know, you can't know which state a lizard is from. Yeah, it's just a lot of red tape. Uh oh. So I I, I was thinking. This episode, we could maybe uh, pick a, a song out of the track list that we are going to play tonight at the show and sort of mm-hmm. give a little behind the scenes as to how that song got written and sort of the, uh, you know, the history behind the song and the story, the story of the song. Uh, so, Mark, you're the one who writes up the track lists. Uh-huh. Which one are we uh-huh. going to pick one at random? Anyone you want. Uh, um, let's do Pangea legs. Pangea legs. Okay, and I already yeah. know exactly what this is for. Uh, uh, this yeah. is this is Mark. This is when you your two legs fuse together. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. So everyone's heard of cauliflower ear. Um, and so an, a little lesser known wrestling injury. <laughs> it's uh Pangea mm-hmm. legs, and so if your legs are like cramped together real tight. Uh, and a guy's got you in a leg lock, uh, and your thighs are mashing together, and you get you get a crazy amount of friction there. And so what what happens is they latch on together, and um, yeah, I, I got a I got, I got a horrible case of Pangea legs, and they uh, had to get you know surgery on it, and I was up in the hospital bed, and I was just like, I was like Pangea, Pangea. Why don't you, why don't you, pen, get away? Um, and mm-hmm. so it's like a, it's like a, it's like a forlorn love song to Pangea. Mm. Classic riff uh, there. What are you, what are your favorite lyrics from it? I don't know. Like it's, well, it's like, oh. my, my favorite part about Pangea legs is Greg is the steel drum that you brought in. Uh, yeah. I think that was right Hell after yeah. you came from Dragon's Bay, Jamaica and you brought a steel drum back. Yeah. I mean, it's a song. It's a song that really is about you know uniting the world. I feel so as much mm-hmm. sounds as we could get in there. You know, it really gives it that feel uh-huh. that we're yeah. coming together. And that's yeah. why my favorite lyric is two legs become one." Oh hmm. uh, yeah. And I I liked when uh, I mean, listen, you guys know that I am uh, good friends with Ziggy Marley uh, from yep. when we were uh, in PA PHA together. Uh, mm. and I sort of talked him into coming on doing the, the PPHA, of course, being paint hovers anonymous. Uh, mm. we, so I sort of talked him into coming on laying a little bit of a vocal down. And so when Ziggy sort of is in the back, uh, singing, got me pinned down on the mat, my legs are cramping in my own style. I think that was, that's my favorite. Yeah. That was so cool that he was down to do that, dude. Yeah. Mm. So um, cool. He was so fucked up in the studio when he laid down that track. We both were, yeah. Yeah, you were fucking, you were geeked to the nines, man. I was geeked uh, out. Uh, that is, you know, Ziggy and I, we were sort of, um, 
enabling each other because we met at PHA uh-huh. uh, and one thing led to another and we were, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, so. I'll never forget that day because it was one of the scariest moments of my life when you guys were juggling those knives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it that's... just was ill-advised. Yeah. Well. But the music was great. Yeah. I mean, so, here's the thing. Ziggy always wanted to be a circus performer and I mm. have a little bit of a history yeah. in the circus as well. So when we would get fucked up together, what we would do is we would do circus tricks and we just mm. happened to be in in the studio. There happened to be three very large kitchen knives. And Ziggy said, check it out. I can be a circus trick. And he started throwing the <laughs> knives up in the air. And I said, hey, listen, I'm going to get in on this too. And I, you know, we did the thing where we both stood and threw the yeah. knives at each other and caught them. And luckily nothing happened. Um, it was impressive. Yeah. It w- yeah, it was. Yeah, your dad used to wrangle the tigers, right? He was the tiger wrangler, yeah. He was arrested uh for that but yeah he was the tiger wrangler because eventually they st- they got rid of that position but he kept doing it but unpaid yeah yeah well so. yeah uh, from what i heard like from everything you told me it sounded like he had a real love for those babies the tigers yeah uh he was sort of looked at them uh like they made each other better you know yeah, i don't know if yeah. he necessarily loved them but he the tigers made him better and he made the tigers mm-hmm. better a yeah, tough love exactly um yeah so yeah that's the history behind pangea legs i mean that's so we're gonna are we gonna kick the set off with that or what yeah probably and just another you'll notice that there is no guitar in that song mm-hmm. um and so um rad you'll hear the banging and half the banging is is the steel drums and the mm. the other banging is uh brad uh like uh nodding off uh, in a paint can because um, mm-hmm. he, he lost all functional ability to play the guitar. He didn't even know what it was. And then he tried to sell all the equipment. You remember when he tried to sell all the fucking equipment that day? Yeah. Me and Ziggy, we want, yeah, me and Ziggy, we wanted to buy, uh, we went to the candy store and we saw those little uh, candy peanuts, the circus peanuts mm-hmm. candy. Yeah. And we thought that they were actual circus peanuts and we wanted to buy yeah. the whole thing of them. So we went to sell the band's equipment to do it. Yeah, and then you came back and tried to convince us. You were like, "This is an investment. Uh-huh. These are circus pe- like these. They're selling these for dirt cheap, uh-huh. and you know we could really we could hit the street with these and sell these circus peanuts." And we had to. You would not get it out of your head that they were. Those were fucking gas station peanuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I mean, a little fun little fact about the technology behind the band is that. Because of my sobriety, we had to reconstruct a paint can from scratch that I could bang my head around inside mm. the song. Nondescript uh, paint can. Uh, so Ray, uh, if you'll remember, he took care of uh, take care of that mm. for us. He welded a paint can together for us. Yeah, and so people would say it's a little risky to kind of open the set with you uh, potentially getting concussed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like it sets the tone for the rest of the show. I yeah. think it's genius because after uh, you know after the three guitars of the Hogs, to go into a song with no guitar, it's going to be a nice change for the audience. Yeah, palate cleanser. Yes, exactly. And I I just want to lay out like Tinker's Den, dude. Like okay, Tinker's Den. Mm-hmm. He's got this insane pool set up, like kind of like a grotto. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the thing that's a little it's gross because he doesn't clean it. Um, he doesn't know how. He doesn't know how. And so um, 
he's, he's got this disgusting <laughs> pool in the back of the house. And it's like, it just looks, it just looks so cool. Um, yeah. I can't emphasize how cool it looks. Like the just beautiful, dirty dishwater. Well, I remember I asked him, I said, Tinker, are you going to clean the grotto? And he said, what do you mean clean the grotto? And I said, you got to clean the thing. It's Look at it. It's dirty. And he said, it's water. How do you clean it? And I, <laughs> He's got a point there. Got He's got a point, there. but I mean, he also doesn't because a pool gets clean. So, <laughs> but I mean, Greg, are you going to take a dip in that thing? See what happens? Yeah, I'm thinking uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to compare and contrast with what we got going here. Cause he's Tinker's kind of been ahead of the game uh, when it as, when it comes to uh, creating your own uh, dirty mixtures. So might take a little swig of that, a little swig of the tub, and uh, well, we're gonna have to maybe set you, know, you up in the at. pool, Greg, because you, like you said, you are not gonna be able to get out of the <laughs> yeah, tub. Need, so we might have yeah, to spill I'm you. Thinking, like a, yeah, yeah, we need like a wheelbarrow. Yeah, I think that could be good for me. And I, I think the want, audience will love that. I, I think I might in the hotel and I might watch Shape of Water to see how they got that guy out of there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh think, yeah, yeah. Maybe a wheelbarrow. I think maybe a wheelbarrow. You think they put him in a wheelbarrow filled with water and they <laughs> wheelbarrowed him out of the? I think so. Yeah, I mean that's makes one sense. way to do it. Yeah. But I tell you, I'm bringing a couple of Paramus peaches uh-huh. to that oh, grotto. Yeah. All right, I'm telling you right now, we're hitting that grotto, and if it's anything like I remember it, uh, it's gonna get dirty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think we could be seeing an end to your dry spell, Mark. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. if the uh, if the Tinker ladies are there, which the I'm sure ladies. they will be. Yep, the Tinker ladies. So for people that don't know who the Tinker ladies are, these are his uh, sisters. Um, they're all 85. Um, so he was a septuplet, one one of seven, mm-hmm. and they all kind of live. They all live at the den. Um, but the you know these are these are fun fun ladies hairless all of the tinkers are hairless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, alopecia. that's a fun fact people forget. Yeah, alopecia. Uh, but yeah, I mean the tinker ladies and these three ladies, I mean they like to party, and you can tell because mm-hmm. the other three sisters died from too much party. Three of them too much partying. Mm-hmm. Tragic, but. You know, they died doing what they love, so can't be too tragic. Yeah. But you can spot the Tinker ladies from a mile away because of their large, uh, you know, they're always wearing extravagant costumes, large headdresses. They're the, they can't stand to not be the life of the party. So, you know, I sometimes get worried that they're going to be distracting from the music because people are just mm-hmm. going to be, you know, kind of watching them dance instead of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can move. They made a so you know how they have those headdresses with like fruits on it, different fruits. Mm. They yeah. I remember one time they had it, but it was all just different types of cans. Pumpkin yeah, can, yeah. can yeah. uh mm. different Thanksgiving cans. So like cranberry sauce, pumpkin, uh gravy, all the mm. different fixings, and they sort of made this elaborate headdress out of the cans. Yeah. Yeah, and there are beetles in those. There I were Beatles. All the, yeah. yeah, all the Beatles, Beatles. coming out of those. Uh-huh. <laughs> that yeah. was pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah, I didn't know I, if it was if I was hallucinating or if it was real. But yeah, you weren't. Yeah, you weren't hallucinating. Yeah, yeah no. that was real. And I remember Tinker leaned over to me. He kind of nudged me uh, in the ribs with his elbow, and he said, 
that those are an invasive species. And I said, what, the Beatles? He uh, said, no, my tinker. sisters. <laughs> That's fucking That's tank, dude. Oh, what a guy. guy. Such a good sense of humor. And then they did have to call the the EPA because they were actually, the Beatles were also actually really invasive species and they were yeah. sort of fucking yeah. everything up in the town, yeah, after a while. Yeah. But it was a good joke for Tinker to make. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. This show's going to be awesome. Um, this tour has already been legendary. And oh, I yeah. feel like it's just going to keep on getting better and better. Like, I feel like we're really coming together, you know, mm-hmm. like, cause we've been away for so long. I feel like we're really hitting our groove and we're just, we're feeling tendencies. We're doing solos, you know, we're like really getting loose up on stage and it's, um, it's been fun to watch, man. Just yeah, the evolution of the crew. It's great. Um, I mean, guys, yeah, I mean, we got to get into this hotel in a minute to sort of figure out our room situation. So, I mean, uh, I guess we can leave everyone with just come out tonight to Tinker's Hut. Uh, yeah, let's get crazy. And let's get crazy at the grotto. Uh, anything else before we go? Yeah, long live. Long live the life. <laughs> long live the life. Bring your bathing suits, people. Bring your bathing suits. Yes. Yeah, make sure you bring an extra too, because a lot it's of the about time, to get we'll, wet. yeah, what will happen yeah. is Tinker or one of his sisters will kind of snatch it from you. Uh, classic. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. That's classic tank. You can't see them underwater too, so they because it's so murky. So they'll, they'll, they'll kind of <laughs> they can talk. hold their they can hold their breath for a really long time for a longer time than you would think that they would be able yeah. to. Yeah, especially like, at that age. Yeah, for some reason, the older they get, the longer they can hold their breath. It's very, yeah. very interesting. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, guys, Tinker's Hut tonight, uh, and we'll see you uh, for another tour diary next week. Peace. Peace. Long live love. <laughs>